Hey, what's happening there, dirt bombs? It is uh, 3rd, the 3rd of August, 2020. Nice looking day. A little bit overcast, a little fucking sunshine through simultaneous. Just get a little bit of a sip of my H2O because it's the universal solvent get my fluid levels back up so I can, and topped off so that I can uh, run full throttle today. Don't want to risk overheating, you understand what I'm saying? Alright, so a little bit of a different uh, quick podcast this morning. Just finished up my, my summer anatomy and physiology courses and got kind of a hot topic that is um, interesting and definitely a conversation that should make you think. By the way, the summer instruction, condensed courses, both anatomy and physiology, one and two, back to back, six weeks six-week friggin' uh, courses sucked dick. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm, it's because of me. It's because it's because of a lot of things. But I'll, it's my, pro, my uh, courses, my area of interest, and my specialty. And I was really challenged by the remoteness of it. I felt... Like, first of all, it's the summer, so everybody's kind of, even though we're all locked down somewhat on pandemic, on the COVID, COVID-19, burn this thing. This virus hates heat. We got to burn this thing. I'm calling for a supernatural heat wave to burn this thing straight to hell. Little... Kenneth Copeland early on this Monday morning. Check out the YouTube page. What the fuck, brah? They saw their tagline is, ooh, ooh, what the fuck, brah? What the fuck, brah? B-R-A-H. W-T-F, brah. So, I just didn't think it was my best work. It was rushed. It's the summer. It's condensed. Uh, everybody's on edge. Mostly that's the problem. I feel like everybody has been on edge, man. And getting uh, one of the, my my strong suits, I think, is connecting with people. And it was very challenging to do that. Um, at least in some cases. Uh, the face-to-face, there's something to be said for that. The content that is... You know, they're all trying to get into their degree program, and they had it. This is like a prerequisite course. And it was a lot of information, and they don't know me and all this shit, but so it kind of sucked, in my view. And so I spent a few hours yesterday and the day before, as will I do every day, will I, as I will every day over the next couple weeks, really preparing, really trying to read the plays for the fall so that we can 
scratch the uh, remote learning itch. I reactivated my Facebook page, or rather just drummed up some business and invited some new anatomy folks. I got a full class at Gwynedd at 60 students remotely. Imagine 60 students on a fucking Zoom call, trying to please everybody, trying to, you know, teach everybody and meet everybody where they're at. It's going to be very challenging. And then I have the Wan Institute that I'm going to be teaching a doctorate and a master's level course there. So I got five courses I'm going to be teaching remotely. And I, listen, I love this stuff, but there's a lot of like all these little I's and that go on dotted and T's that can go uncrossed. And I think even with the best preparation and the most clear syllabus and the most engaging curriculum possible, there's going to be students who, you know, I'm just, it's going to be, there's going to be some fallout. And good news is not only me, the entire educational, higher educational world is going to be rocked this fall, um, even though we're prepared for it and we see it coming. I just want to be, my goal is to be a safe haven in the storm. I want people to real, the students to really feel that I am there trying to help and that I am going to be going the extra mile to help them. That way I have, I need advocacy, man. I need A&P advocacy. I want them to be on my side and know that I'm on theirs. Let them know that everything's going to be okay. And to that end, the first class that I'm going to teach, and I'm going to be shooting this video tomorrow, uh, it's going to be a short course on virtual empathy. Feeling one another's pain. Right? I want people to know that I understand where they're coming from. And I want them to, to appreciate my position as well and know that, you know, things got to, door swings both ways. We got to friggin' take care of one another and just try to be understanding if things are chaotic or whatever when the students are brand new freshmen and they're stuck in their dorm and they can't budge, can't go out and have keg parties or whatever the hell they do or, you know, function as usual and I just want to come home with the wind. So anyway, <laughs> here's the podcast, fucking circumcision, okay? I'm teaching a course, we finished up the curriculum, it's always the male-female reproductive system, the last content covered. So we covered it, talked about all of it, brought them up to speed significantly, easy peasy. You know, I'm not bashful at all about the stuff. I know some people might be squeamish or talk about penises and vaginas and stuff like that. And I, I, I it's freaking anatomy, man. So anyway, we're all adults here. So circumcision is a topic that we didn't really cover extensively, but I asked them a true or false question on the final, and it said, in terms of sanitation and sexual function. Circumcision is the way to go. 
And what I wanted them to think about is, first of all, we all are aware what circumcision, circumcision is. Had some, uh, whether we're male or female, the term is well known. Mostly known for, in the Western society, uh, men getting circumcised. Little baby boys getting the, the uh, piece of the substantial aspect of their foreskin removed upon birth or soon after. So this is a procedure that, and I'm talking, some of this I'm talking out of my ass, right? Because I don't necessarily know the history of the procedure, but I believe that it is more a matter of religious and cultural uh, custom than it has anything to do with an essential, like we really need to remove this piece of skin because if not, this child is going to be disadvantaged in some way or might become sick, you know, the dick will fall off or whatever. I don't believe it's a matter of that at all. And I've read you know, quite a bit on the procedure and I know that there are infections and there are bleeds and this is a what really in our society has become a cultural cosmetic procedure, removing the foreskin. <clears throat> so people don't even think about it. You know, it would really, it comes down to as well, his father was circumcised, so he's going to get circumcised. And there's a lot of that stuff, right? Like, oh, well, this is the way we've always done things, so we're going to continue to do things like this. Um, <clears throat> so, just like you, you know, clean the baby, wash the baby off, and scrub-a-dub-dub, and uh, cut the cord and all that stuff, not necessarily in that order, they're going to take the child in the other room and perform a this procedure. I say at the very least, if it is desired by the individual <clears throat> that they don't, they, they don't want the foreskin, they want father and son to be the same, work for dad, it'll be fine for the son, yeah, sure, go ahead and do the procedure, we don't want a, uh, a red rocket, Peter, or whatever the fuck it is, right, um, so just go ahead, sure, do it now, I don't think it's entirely necessary, and I think that we do it, once again, because of cultural pressures, and just like, this is the way it's been done, I believe that <clears throat> Circumcision has its roots in is it Judaism? Probably even before that. It was part of the part of the customs and courtesies. This is what we do. You know, you gotta cut the tip of the foreskin off. And so when we do so anatomically, we are removing rich sensory nerve endings, skin that has embedded in it countless sensory nerve endings that would make our penises sensitive, uh, allow us to maybe enjoy the sexual experience a little bit more. Who knows what we're missing, right? Now, I know a lot of guys are saying, well, I didn't, never had a loss for, uh, had a lack of sensitivity. In fact, uh, it's probably good that they cut that off because, right, young men, boys, we go through this stage where we, um, we're freaking popping boners left and right. K 
catching a glimpse of the friggin' moo-moos in the Sears catalog or whatever. And so maybe we don't need anymore, or I couldn't stop touching myself sort of thing. <clears throat> that every young man can relate to that. Or maybe, that, maybe that's just me, I don't know. But, so the foreskin's got rich sensory nerve endings. It also has a protective effect if you're going to beg the question of it being unsanitary to have a foreskin. This basic enclosure of the distal aspect of the penis by this flap of skin that retracts when erection occurs. If it's a, a sanitation thing, there is something called schmegma, which, it, yes, it's an actual thing, smegma, which is produced by the foreskin, which helps to keep it clean. So it's a self-cleaning mechanism. It does require some extra care. I do have a friend who um, has shared that he kind of wished that he had gotten circumcised. There's also the uh, social aspect of it. A bunch of dick walk watchers in the men's uh, locker room and everybody's saying, hey, look at this guy, he's got a, he's uncut, look at him, oh, look at that friggin', uh, it looks like a friggin' crayon, look at that friggin' red rocket, Peter, whatever, who knows, look at this guy, look at this fucking old man looking at me in the mirror, maybe he's got it, uh, circumcised Peter, and he's looking down at me, what are you looking at, old man? You circumcised in your Kia Sorento V6 frickin' Black Betty the Ram take you right off the line, bitch. Um, so, so there's that. There's the sexual. So the question was, I'll re- revisit that. Circumcision is the right thing to do in terms of sanitation and sexual function. I don't believe that either of those things are entirely true. Oh, I know what I was saying. So this cousin of mine said, yeah, you know, I think I probably would have gotten circumcised because, you know, there's a lot of hassle with it. It does require some extra care. It can, you know, produce an odor if you don't clean it properly. Um, But, you know, to that I would say... What about the vagina? What about the armpit? What about the anus? What about our ears? What about any area in our... What about our umbilicus? Any area in our body that would require a little extra scrub-a-dub-dub in order to maintain the cleanliness of it? You know, these areas, we don't amputate them upon birth. It's a problem that we have to solve. We have to clean these areas. So then there's also uh, some suggestion that can have a, uh, that uh, I've read perhaps there could be a protective function for STDs. I don't know that the evidence is really strong in that sense, having a foreskin there. Um, and then there's something about penile cancer that I read that it could reduce incidence of penile cancer. Well... I don't want anybody to have freaking penile cancer to damn sure, knock on wood, pun intended. But, you know, there are all kinds of, God forbid, breasts, mammary glands. Breast cancer is very common. We don't just prophylactically 
cut off the breasts, right? Because there might be incidents of breast cancer down the road or cervical cancer or any type of cancer, you know, that affects a particular organ, particular area of the anatomy. So, in short, I don't buy it. I think that circumcision is something... I asked this question to really make them think. I had a young lady say, well, it's really a personal thing, and it has some religions make... You know, you have to get circumcised because that's what they believe. So I don't think that I, she should take points off for it. Well, you know what I said? I said, this is a science class, okay? Res- all due respect to people's religions, this is a science class. So scientifically speaking, medically speaking, is it necessary, absolutely necessary, that you leave the hospital with your child having been circumcised? And I believe to that, the answer is no. It's certainly not a life or death situation. I think it's a cultural, religious, cosmetic procedure that is kind of akin to docking the tails of Rottweilers and Doberman Pinchers and their ears so that they stand up and look like fucking horns or something like that. So I think that it is a bunch of bullshit and it's one of those things that we just kept doing and so therefore this is what we do. And listen, if you, I had a, I had a buddy in closing. I had a buddy I served with in the Marine Corps in the 90s and he, uh, during that period, he received, he, he elected to get circumcision. He elected to receive the procedure. I don't know if it was causing him problems. I don't know if he was having UTIs or medical issues or if the ladies just, he thought the ladies would like it better if he was cut but he got the procedure, and I might even ask him. I think I don't think he would have a problem at all. Um, telling me what the deal was, and I think that that might really help people um, help me understand whether this procedure is ultimately necessary. Certainly, an interesting topic, and I think that one a lot of the students answered the question uh, true that in terms of sanitation and sexual function, it's a necessity. And I think that they were assuming that that's what I wanted them to say. But little did they know, I was being sneaky, sneaky, and I wanted them to really ponder this. I gave them half credit and uh, a paragraph to explain to them exactly uh, what the focus of the question was and what the correct answer was. So it was a learning point. Anyway, I wonder what you think about circumcision. If you're circumcised or uncircumcised, I don't press judgment. It's not something that I would lay awake thinking about, but uh, it's something that I have had to think about as a father. Do I get my son circumcised? And candidly, we ultimately did not. Um, and if he would choose to uh, later in life that this, to elect for the procedure, he thinks like it's something that he really needs to do or wants to do, then um, we would stand by that decision, but it's kind of rude, I think, to just remove parts of the anatomy before uh, 
our young man has become acquainted with it. He seems to be doing fine so far. So, those are my thoughts on circumcision. Huh! <laughs>